Hello and welcome to The Cast of Us, a podcast dedicated to The Last of Us on HBO and brought to you by the Fan Critical Podcast Network. We are back with our hot take and sadly this is the last hot take of the season as this is of course covering the season finale of season one of The Last of Us. Here every week we come to you straight after the episode is aired with our uninfected thoughts before coming back to you a day or so later with our deep dive episode featuring John and Clicker corner with all those delicious video game easter eggs joining me this week as always is a man that i've spent my whole life protecting it's little gareth true not true you forget mate you forget where you came from what you were when i met you england i dragged you through the the murkiness great britain yeah well that yeah (laughs) yeah and now look where you are australia so is that better? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but it is probably my fault. So, hello. Of course, we have just seen the season finale of The Last of Us, titled "Look for the Light," episode nine. What did you think, little Gareth? Re- regular sized Gareth. Um, I thought it was good. I enjoyed it again. Um, I uh, yeah. I think we've all sort of dealt with this uh, recently, you, John, and and me, and um, but just the why are my emotions so high at the moment? I find it really hard to to watch like f- father daughter stuff and just not be really upset. And the the start mm. the flashback with with Ellie's mum um with Anna and little baby being born into that world it was just made me really sad and I used to be able to watch stuff like this and not care and now I can't I can't I can't um the world has been opened up to you you have been awoken to the you know I don't know how to say it Gareth you were trudging through life not caring the world yeah and now you've got all the cares. I was like, yeah, I was like so. Joel. I was like Joel, and now I'm like Joel. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you were like Joel, and now you're like Joel. Exactly. It's very confusing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, look, I'm a bit conflicted about this episode, Gareth. I know gonna what you're going to you. say. I know what you're going to say. You do, do you now? Do you really? Um, look, I'm going to start off by saying it's a fantastic episode. Okay. So before anyone goes, oh, how do you not like that? No, I'm saying to you right now, it's a fantastic episode. It's got fucking great stuff in there for non-game players and game players. It's got new moments, you know. It's got a bit of extra lore on why Ellie is immune, which is fantastic, and I loved it. Um, it's got extra lore on Joel and, and and what happened to him in the sort of aftermath of um, Sarah's death uh, near Outbreak Day. Um, and it hits all the moments, all the sort of moments that the incredible ending of the game uh, does. And I imagine for first time viewers, like the first time we played the game, it's probably going to really, <laughs> really affect them. Mm. Um, and it will have them thinking about it for a long time. Like I've, I've said this before, I actually think about um, this game and The Last of Us Part 2 I would say on a weekly basis. <laughs> I, I genuinely your little alarm goes off. Oh, time to think about yeah. <laughs> to think about the last day. Yeah, it is fucking weird. There are some, and everyone who's listened to this has something. 
whether it's a song or an album or a film or a TV series that you can never get out of your psyche. And and this ending to this game or this world or these characters is one of the endings and one of the things that I will think about on a weekly basis. It just pops into my head when I'm driving to work or it, it pops into my head when I'm watching something and then I compare it, you know, inevitably to this. Mm. And for me, that makes it very difficult for this episode to live up to what I experienced uh, well, for the first time in 2013. I think, let's be fair, like, um, they, it, it, there is an element of it being rushed. Um, yes, we will get on to that. That is and there are huge. there are certain bits that are missing from this part of the game that I think could have been effective to have, to have seen and I guess we'll we'll come on to that as we dive into hot takes um yeah. I imagine yeah. if it's not one of yours it will be one of mine so um are you you're going to kick things off I am I just want to say I just want to say before we dive into the hot take I've got a couple of things just to add little gareth yeah i just want to say that i before anyone goes mental that i do think that overall the arc of this season is incredible right and what they've done is fucking amazing but no, i just you want hate to it. elaborate you, on... you hate it that's fine <laughs> i just want to elaborate on something you said there and we've talked about it for several episodes now and everyone knows we've talked about it the fact that this finale is only 43 minutes and we'll come on to it in a hot take in a sec but i cannot for the life of me fathom why that is I, I don't understand why they wouldn't give us more. I don't think more here would have uh, taken away from the fantastic uh, episode. I think, if anything, more would have really made that decision that Joel makes at the end even better, even more earned. And that is what I'm wrestling with over this next day or so before we, uh, we record the deep dive. Um, and I'm, I'm going to watch it obviously a few more times and it's beautifully short in a way so I can watch it a few more times um, and then I'll come back to you dear listeners with my score of course in the um, in the final uh, deep dive of course we all also having a season wrap up where we will score the season but that will be a separate thing um, and just to say if you are uh, before we get into the hot takes here, if you are listening on any other platform that isn't fan critical, please do switch across to fan critical. Search fan critical on any podcast app or platform or Spotify or whatever and uh, subscribe. That'd be much appreciated. We've got over 300 episodes on there reviewing things like Star Wars, Marvel, Stranger Things, House of the Dragon, uh, Game of Thrones. Star Wars. Fucking Star Wars. Yes. Have you heard of it? indie film very good yeah, just from um, just from your reviews mandalorian's on there and that's back so we'll probably me and john will probably talk about that at some point we love bloody mando uh so that's fan critical search you know any podcast platform and of course write in your thoughts on the finale uh and our coverage really you can email us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com uh please do send it in fast we're actually recording in about 12 hours <laughs> after this one is released so please do send those thoughts and theories in if you want to feature in the podcast if you do miss that deadline of course we can read your emails out potentially in the season wrap-up podcast so gareth should we start with some sumptuous delicious morsels 
which we shall call hot takes and uh, um, the final hot takes of hot said season. Take. Hot take. Hot take one. number one. Okay, so Anna and Ellie. Now, this is a whole new sort of segment for anyone who has actually played the game. And the thing, the, the thing, the thing that's amazing about <laughs> the it thang. is <laughs> the, thang. the thang, the thang, the thing about that, the thing about it is. Um, <laughs> Um, Ashley Johnson mm. is actually playing Ellie's mum in the show. Yeah. But she plays Ellie in the games. Yeah. So in a weird metaverse way, Ellie is giving birth to herself. All right. Don't make it weird. Don't make it weird. Well, it is a bit weird, isn't it? Well, yeah. When you put <laughs> it like that, it very much is. But do you know what's mental about this? I think. Go on. Is... If you didn't know that, you'd think this is a brilliant bit of casting. Doesn't she look like she could be Ellie's Ellie's mum? Like, yeah, great casting. They look really so... good. Where'd you find her from? <laughs> yeah. But they do. They look they look really similar. Like face shape and eyes, everything. Like I, I was like, it. I sort of felt like I should check before I said anything, just to make sure that they haven't like edited. Ashley Johnson's face in any way because I was I was was blown away by how much she looks like she could be Ellie's mum imagine that do you want to act in this thing but we're going to change your face what's the fucking point I mean (laughs) just get someone else like (laughs) (laughs) I suppose then in saying that what about all those Star Wars monsters that they get in like the bars and that nah they're not Ellie's mum definitely not that's true Anyway, um, I thought it was a fucking traumatic birth scene and the fact that we actually get tangible evidence as to how Ellie is immune Mm. is fucking huge um, as it's a mystery in the game. But they're giving it to us here, Gareth. They're giving us this info. And I I quite liked it. I mean, it's it's a little bit sort of convenient, I guess. Um, but, But in this world something like that is bound to have happened at some point. So it's chaos. Yeah. Chaos theory. So it makes sense um, that that would have happened somewhere. And I, I don't Mm. mind it. I don't mind it. I mean, the, the other option I guess would just be, she's just got magic blood and you know, that's also a possibility. Like, yeah, um, mag- that magic blood and that. magic blood. What, what's, what you got then? Magic just blood. Bit of magic, oh, right, okay. Just a bit magic Sweet. blood. Um, so, you know, this is just as plausible, really. I, I, I imagine, you know, no, I, like I think some people are going to hate it, but I don't. I think they will. I think some people love the mystery. You know what I mean? And I, mm. I usually I'm like that, but I actually think this actually gives a very good reason. And they explain it later on in the episode, which we'll get into in the deep dive about how she is immune to cordyceps because every doctor everywhere, even in the real world is like, there's no fucking vaccine for this thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um but you know, even if even if they did make a vaccine out of it, you'd still get you'd still get lunatics being like, No. Yeah, yeah. No. Have you not heard what that fella said on Facebook? I don't know what the equivalent would be in a post apocalyptic world. Um You hear what that nutter said in the uh, Kansas City Q Z. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, what's your hot take too, Gareth? All right, let's 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 get into it. I reckon a fairly big one. This has this has become a very human story. Um, 
and you know there have always been elements to that with the last of us it's it is a human story but we've seen i don't know did we see any infected last week we didn't did we no nope. and we saw one this week and it was it was a flashback um yeah to 14 years prior so the infected it's interesting how they haven't played as big a part in the latter part of this this season um and instead i think they're focusing more on the development of this relationship and the the idea of of humans being the real the monster. real monsters um yeah yeah you know which is a, a cliche term those but, pesky humans yeah um yeah humans are the real monster so what about that guy over there? Don't worry about him. You're the monster, yeah. yeah? So just yeah. Um, and there, there is a a significant bit of infected interaction that happens in the game near the events of this episode that isn't in this. Um, and you know that's you know what bit I'm talking about, and, and that bit's. That that's a deliberate choice, you know, to to say right, we're not going to have Ellie and Joel versus the infected. Um, yeah, yeah, I think they've just taken the infected out of a lot of episodes um, because one, budgetary wise, I think it's difficult. Two, I think um, that they've toned down the violence in the game. You have to have hordes of infected um, because otherwise you'd be fucking bored. You need something to do. Do you know what I mean? You need to increase your weapons and build stuff and yeah. destroy. You know, that is the elements of a game. Here in the show, I think it could get quite tedious if they just kept throwing infected at us. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And I think it's the right choice. Do I think there should have been more infected at times? Definitely. Um, but do... But that that folds into my point, which is gonna I'm gonna talk about more in the deep dive about. I think there should be another episode in this season, mm. to be honest, and I think that would be perfect as a ten episode season. But you're right, Gareth. The lack of infected in this episode and last week has been a hot topic on the internet. One that I don't necessarily agree with because, as I said, I think it kind of works. Um, yeah, getting rid of them yeah. for the most like, part, and then it makes them more impactful when you do see them, which I really like. Yeah, but and um, to clarify, I'm not. I'm not passing judgment at this stage. Um, Sounds like you are. I'm. Sounds like you I'm are. Gonna, I'm going to ruminate and um, have a think about it before I let it infiltrate my my scoring of the episode. If in if in yeah. fact it it does, but yeah, it's just an observation. It's an observation that they've gone down this route, and you know what we're left with is an incredible character driven. Uh, I yep. suppose it is character driven. Um, it's also kind of very circumstance driven. Um, but it, yeah. the the character elements of this show are incredibly strong. Um, and who knows? Maybe we it wouldn't be as strong if they lent too heavily into the infected. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and now let's talk about another little character moment. Another character joins the episode in a way, and that is Jerry the giraffe. Yay! Um, yeah, what do you reckon to this beautiful, iconic moment? Well, uh, I was looking Gareth? forward to this moment from our 
last preview pods, I think I mentioned it. Um, And it's lovely, isn't it? And it's, you know, it's what it's what Ellie needs in that moment. She's very forlorn, very quiet before this and um, distant, very distant. And then, yeah, you know, just the the innocence of animals can 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 touch us all. Like it definitely can, and this moment in the game, and we'll talk about it, of course, in the deep dive in, in in greater detail in Click Corner. But this moment is like just such a welcome relief mm. <laughs> because you've just had these horrendous things happen, like last week's episode with David, and you know the the journey that these characters have been through. You can just soak up this moment in the game and just watch these giraffes, yeah, <laughs> sort of just roaming around and disappearing off into the sunset it's fucking beautiful and sometimes you know on my latest paper i just sat there for like 10 minutes <laughs> just watching Jesus. These fucking have you, how have you got the time for this man you've i don't know i don't know my missus is probably shouting at me like can you help with the baby please yeah. I'm, like, I'm just watching these giraffes you've got an 80 month old like the, there isn't the time to sit around watching virtual giraffes well you just you don't worry about my time son Okay, I need it. I I just want to know where you're finding it. That's all. (laughs) But yes, it was lovely to see them. And I like the fact that the giraffe seemed like it wasn't terrible (laughs) shit CG. It looked like it was an actual real giraffe, which was an added bonus. Yeah, Yeah. I thought you were going to talk about like, seemed like the giraffe was was a good good actor. Um, Good bit of casting there as well, actually. I mean, did a good job. I did have this vision, and I haven't listened to the um, official podcast from them yet, or seen the making of uh, epi- uh, like episode which they're releasing after this um, episode aired. But I'd be fascinated to see if they actually just got a giraffe in a green screen room. That would be fucking awesome. Anyway, uh, let's crack on. What's your hot take four, Gareth? Hot take four is another one that I think some people are going to dislike, but... I found the the hospital massacre and the way that that was done um, really powerful. It was a really kind of affecting bit of television. Um, the so everything is kind of sort of it's like a dreamlike. It's like he's in a trance and like everything's muffled yeah. and there's no expression on his face at all, and he does not. Like you think back to episode four or five, um, whatever it was, when he has to shoot that that old guy who was accidentally yeah. using a shoe instead of a gun, and <laughs> and you know you can see it on Joel's face and you can hear it in his voice. Like he 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 doesn't want to kill this guy, and he kind of has to do it. But here, and we've seen it last last week as well. It, he's just. It's like Altered Beast. Remember that game on the Sega? Um, I do. I it's do. like he's taken that little floating pill and turned into the beast and there's just, there is no stopping him. There's no reasoning. There's no, uh, like, there's no empathy within him anymore. He's just this kind of monster. Um, mm. For, you know, like... <sighs> compassionate reasons but still a guy a guy has got his hands up he's got his gun down he's like 
you know, I, I give up, I surrender, and he still kills him. And yeah. without second he, thought. Obviously, this is like the most divisive, probably, point in The Last of Us history. Um, and it's interesting to see how, and I think this episode pretty much does beat for beat translation of what basically happens in the game. Um, Joel is blinded by love, right? And the showrunners have talked about this in a way that love is this amazing thing that, you know, in this emotion that we can't comprehend. However, it also is the cause of a lot of tragedy. And it's the balance between those two things. And this is a love story, but it's not a happy love story. And what Joel does (laughs) is, is selfish. Yeah. And it's the wrong choice. And and it doesn't matter what way you and we'll get this is the crux of the episode, so we'll talk about it in a deep dive, but whichever way you fucking try and paint it, um, whether you love Joel and Ellie and you love them together and you think that he deserves this new chance. Marlene even says to him, you know, uh, you know she would choose the option to try and save people. Yeah, to try and save but the world. That's a bit of a cop out, you know. Like why why don't you fucking ask her rather than just well, drugging her? And like this this is the point. Yeah. And that's what should have happened from the start. So I'm not saying that Marlene and the Fireflies are the are the innocent ones here because they're not. Because they are doing something horrible. They should have given her the choice. Yeah? But then... And they never gave her the fucking choice. And when you take away people's fucking free will and their ability to decide things, and this is what Joel doesn't like especially, you know, he this is why he goes fucking overboard. Mm. You know? It's a different story if Ellie comes up to him and goes, look, I, 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 I know they've offered me this. This is what I want to happen. Yeah. It's a different fucking story, yeah. maybe. But then, you know, this is why it's such a good philosophical question. Like, is it fair to ask of that of a 14-year-old? Like, Agreed. It can, can I, I, Yeah, I mean, I, I think that is the point. Yeah. It's it's fascinating. We'll talk we'll talk about more in deep dive because I don't want to get too in de- in depth. Um, no, but... Because but, I'm sure right, John just, has two sets. Just from a technical perspective... Good scene. That was my hot take. <laughs> yeah, fucking great music as well. I love the music used. It's the same as in the end of the game. Um, and we'll just talk about the last thing. Hot take five. I swear. Um, and it is the ending of the season one of The Last of Us. I thought you were just doing like a Backstreet Boys reference or who sung that? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it could be. But yeah. it's basically exactly the same as the game and this is this is not a bad thing this is a great thing because i was genuinely concerned that they were going to fuck this up somehow and not literally copy the game because the game has the most iconic ending of any video game i've ever played maybe anything i've seen um and it stays with you forever like i talked about it's with me every week um <laughs> hello <laughs> i'm here to, yeah. to to make you think about this dreadful ending Monday, but 8 this terrible PM. thing that someone's done I'm trying to think yeah. about all right yep yeah yeah cheers for that um and the look on ellie's face after joel you know swears to her that everything you know that he said is true about the fireflies that there's loads of people who are immune and they did they did they, did, they couldn't do anything with her so they just left and it was attacked by raiders and all that marlene's dead because of them and nothing to do with him uh it is it's something that stays with you and I'll be interested. I'm fascinated if you are a person who has not played the games and you 
you you want to talk about this or you want to um, let us know your thoughts on it from a, for a fresh perspective, that's why I can't wait to see John's thoughts. Um, then write into us now at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com and let us know what you thought of that ending and the way that the season ends. What did you think, Gareth? Um, yeah, I mean, to to copy to copy the ending, do it exactly as it appears in the game. It, it really it relies on having good actors to pull it off well as well. Yeah. Um, so they they're lucky they've got that. And they do, um, and uh, yeah, it's brilliant because Ellie clearly doesn't believe Joel in that moment. Um, oh no! And you know, you can see that all over Bella Ramsey's face. Um, it's a hard thing to portray. Yeah, like because I don't believe you, but I people. also know that yeah. I have to sort of trust you. But yeah, this doesn't make sense. I, I love you. Yeah. Um, thank you for saving me, but fuck <laughs> you for taking away my choice. Yeah. And you killed the only sort of motherly figure that I have in the world. I don't believe a word that you're saying, but I'm indebted to you. It's like the most conflicted fucking thing ever. Like, how do you portray that? And I thought she did a fun, fantastic All right, so job. So, Bella, if you can just show on your face. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. So many okay, these are the emotions <laughs> I want portrayed in your face. Okay, and go. <laughs> Yeah, uh, she did a great job, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk about that ending more in the deep dive, but we have run a little long here. We don't want to go too deep in the hot takes, because that would be silly, wouldn't it? They're cooling uh, down, because they're getting too deep. Yeah, too deep, too hot. Uh, we'll be back, of course, in a day or so, dear listener, with John for our deep dive on the season finale and the scene-by-scene scene breakdown and the clicker corner of all the video game Easter eggs. And, of course, we'll talk about that ending and where that might take us in season two. In the meantime, please do subscribe to Fan Critical. That is our main channel, Fan Critical. Link is in the show notes. Just search it on any podcast platform as well. Of course, your support means the world to us. Thank you so much. And thank you to little Gareth. Let's go scurry away now. Gareth, let's go watch the episode again, mm-hmm. make some more detailed notes and come back for our deep dive of I've got, episode nine titled like, Look for the Light. I've got parenting to do and shit. So. No, I'm just going to go um, s- stare at some giraffes for a little bit. So I might just do that for a while, to be honest. Mm. All right. Well, you have fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see yeah. you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.